right. I'll start that again because it got paused. I'm a rock and roll monster with a bass guitar. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 7,982nd episode of Thunderdome Meta Reviews. As always, in spite of it all, I'm uh, I'm David coming at you from Regensburg. With me are, in spite of a number of other dumb things, uh, Gabe, Tracy, and Ben. How are you gentlemen this frigid, Hoff-like evening? Enjoying our 554th album review. Yeah, I was close. <laughs> in terms of my numbers, that's a lot of albums. 554. Well, that's, you know. Well, this is uh, the 22nd, which is insane, album by KMFDM. You probably guessed this if you've heard the album, uh, Hyena. And that's what we're doing tonight. And it has stats. It has. Released on September 9th of 2022. Released on Metropolis, KMFDM label. Sasha Kornetskoe and Musha Seferelli are the producers. Um, I don't have a listing of who was in the band at the time of recording. Uh, so I don't know. I cannot give you whom KMFDM is. Perhaps David can. Uh, you know, Andy Blacksugar is on guitar and has been for a while. So, Selway, so, what's his first name? Uh, yeah, it's really sort of Andy Blacksugar, Andy Selway. Lucia Seferelli and Sasha Konietzko are sort of yeah. the four of it and have been for a bit. Yeah, so it looks back. Well, Sasha since 84 and the others. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, there's been, but um, Lucia Seferelli's been with them for a good while too. But yeah, yeah. Sasha yes, Konietzko, Captain K, as he goes, sometimes has been with them for an eternity, <laughs> was in the US for a long time uh, during the Trump administration, said, fuck this, and bailed and moved back to Germany, actually. It's like I can't anymore. So, yeah, uh, and I don't think I've made you all review any KMFDM. Uh, I know Tracy's not a huge fan of industrial, and, and Sasha Konietzka himself would say, "Well, like, is this metal? I don't know. It's the ultra heavy beat. It's always what they called it." But I mean, they had a huge impact on industrial music. I'd say, along with Ministry and Nine Inch Nails, sort of the the, the big influences. Twenty two albums is a lot of albums. And uh, it is heavier than some of the things we've reviewed. So it has riffs, though I think it's a little bit less riff driven here than some of the earlier work. But I know I'm probably, you listen to them, Ben, right? Some? Yeah. yeah. I think mm -hmm. you and I are the only ones maybe with a frame, frame of comparison. Maybe Gabe's run across them because Gabe, Kraut Rock Rebel Till He Dies. I don't know how much. <laughs> it's interesting, David. I think um, I think I might have heard them um through you for the first time um that tracks. after after my first tour in berlin um either either you played them for me or i started listening to them back when i was in, in the states again but it was i think it was angst that was the the record that i listened to sure. it's a good um but this was not that <laughs> not by a long shot it's not. um it's it's interesting uh to hear something like this because you wonder um you know they they are this band with this huge history of uh making an impact on industrial and industrial metal and things like that um that was in the 80s and 90s so that was a very very long time ago and so sort of what is their what is their message for us today like what is their like you know their musical uh uh you know 
uh, boat shaft, if you will. Sure. Um, fascism is bad. <laughs> that hasn't changed. <laughs> we don't like fascism. No, they're their musical message. I know. I mean, no, they they've moved into it. But this this to me isn't keeping with a lot of their albums in the last twenty years. I mean, there's like you know some ska happening and some reggae and some you know there was some of that experimentation in the earlier albums. But you're right, that earlier stuff is much more rough driven, riff driven, and sort of straight industrial. I like so. <laughs> Definitely, like the stuff in the early '90s, some of that stuff was really, really heavy, um, in the sense like ministry and, and other things. Um, this reminded me of like a couple of old guys smoking cigarettes, wearing berets outside a used record store, talking about all the genres they listen to. And then, like, <laughs> this this yeah. album to prove it. <laughs> wow, that's that's a very at description I would I would go with on this album in which I've had like one experience with KMFDM and it's off the Mortal Kombat soundtrack and I vaguely remember that but so I was in for a, a surprise on this album I was expecting a lot more a little more Neu Deutsche Horta or even maybe something closer to Oomph that we did and this was like Gabe said last week hey there's if you don't like the next that track skip it you'll like the next one and you might like the next one after it you're in for it. it's a you're in for it's like a uh, plain roulette, and like which one do you want to get today? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the vibe that I got when I heard it the first time is like, okay, this is, you know, this is supposed to be a party album, kind of like you just kind of um, invite some people over and just let it rip. And um, the the problem I think with that is like, yes, it creates a nice vibe, and it kind of, you know, there's some smooth movement between some of the tracks. Um, it it feels very schizophrenic like it's more like a jukebox than it is like a i don't know like a, uh, an album that has a concept or an album that kind of works as a whole for me anyway i mean like literally there's probably like as many genres represented here as there are tracks pretty close to it for sure and and some of those genres i actually think are are fun you know but the question is like, do you need to have KMFDM do them? You know, what what are they what are they doing? You know, what are they bringing? And I guess it's only David or Ben who are asking this. Like, do KMFDM bring their flavor to these genres? In which case, I think that would be something you could say, hey, that's cool, or hey, like I want to listen to that. Well, I thought so. Um, I do think that. There is a fluency in different genres that they bring, but it, you know, if for if nothing else, I think you're right that you could put this on at a party and it just creates a good vibe and everything. But if you actually pay a lot of attention to the lyrics, they're being like somewhat subversive and sneaking their politics into those. Uh, not that, for example, the ska track is overly political um, in a way that ska music often is, but I do think that they are putting their imprint on this in a way similar to how a lot of the early British bands in the 60s and 70s put their imprint on the blues. Mm -hmm. um, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'll leave that up for other people to judge. But I thought that this was a, a very fun record. I enjoyed listening to it quite a bit. Um, Me too. And I and again, I'm the one, the odd man out in that I've listened to all those albums like I never got off the ride. 
So mm-hmm. to me, this is like, oh, okay, now we're doing this. But and there are elements of this in a lot of these later records. But it's a bit like Megadeth if we hadn't done the blast, <laughs> right? Like suddenly, like what is what's happening here? Yeah, that's about where I'm at. Like, oh, what the fuck's going on? I was not expecting this. Was not prepared for it. This is going on. I don't know. I just thought it'd be good for you. Man can't live on metal alone. Indeed. I'm sure once you heard my album, my pick for this week, Drek, I'm glad if it came at the end to fuck with Tracy. Cause... <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, not my, well, we're not, I'm not going to say anything. Good times. Contrast I had between it coming. I had it coming. Beyond was pretty extreme, but we'll, we'll be doing all that later. Um, I, I like Kim FTM, you know. I stand for them, so whatever. I'm obviously an easy mark on this, but three years for them is a while, too. As I noted, this is the longest gap between albums they've had since... I mean, they've been doing this for 38 years, which is longer than two of us have been alive. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's <laughs> nuts, I think. Or maybe one of us, but close to it. 38 years of conceptual continuity. Yep, I was negative four at that time. Well, Sasha, thanks you for your service. So, you know, and sorry, they, I, sorry, you know, say what you were going to say. Oh, I was just going to say, I think there are two points where um, I think what they're saying Bear is listening to. Um, one is the track where they're kind of making fun of or pointing out the, you know, hilariously bad uh, phenomenon of people believing just whatever they want to believe. Conspiracy is what have you. So that song, I think, has an important message. Um, <clears throat> it comes at a sort of late date, but it is very important. Um, the other point where I think it might be worth paying attention is the track that's basically congratulating them, them themselves for being such subversive geniuses. And it's they like do that a lot. <laughs> it it's really like I find it extremely unattractive. I find it. Um, it's just a waste of time. And also just like, if you have to toot your own horn, like you're probably not worth tooting your horn over. Like, no. seriously. Like, let your genius... Oh, go ahead, Gabe. I'm sorry. I, didn't I was just going to say, like, you, you should let your genius speak for itself, like in, in the, in the music or in the, you know, whatever it is. Um, instead of just saying, Hey, look at me, I'm doing something that's so cool. They have you know, never. They've never been that way. They've always. Yeah, had, they're so self-referential. They've always had a track like that. that yeah, I am, up. That's uh, why I just don't have KMFD. I'm like KMFDM is. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't have sympathy for that kind of stuff. I, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, they talk about themselves a lot. All the time. <laughs> so, like all the time. I was actually somewhat surprised they didn't do it more on this album. Yes, this is actually toned down from some <laughs> earlier albums. I'm like, good job, guys, extending yourselves less. Yeah. But again, it's all relative, but sure. No, I take that point, Kev. I don't know. It's just a part. I of mean, it. it's look, there's a difference between this. This is the liquor efficiency and cigarettes trap. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between that and KMFDM is a drug against war. I mean, that's like really punchy and short to the point. Like sure. it's not this elaborate long thing with where they have to like really labor over those rhymes to like get them to work. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they sound like they're trying so hard, and it's like you're you're a tryhard. This is what you are. Try like if you do it, um, like um, if you have to say that stuff, it's not maybe it's not so true. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Welcome to Pesh mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's like one of those things where they're 
because some of the times when they did it on previous albums, it really felt like it was kind of them taking the piss out of themselves. Um, I, and I, I would like to be generous and say that that's what it is here when they're doing it, but I don't know. Honestly, I think they've done it so much that they've kind of, you know. Well, I mean, at that point, you have to ask yourself, is this an in-joke? Like, and, yeah. you know, like, if that's the case, then we're on the outside of it. And exactly. it's not sure. super funny, like, unfortunately. Has it, has it moved from a joke to being acquired to be an album like is a KMFDM album without it yeah have they stockholm themselves i don't know um the answer is yes it's not a KMFDM album without it they have to have it twice no but this was an entirely like unexpected experience to say the least <laughs> and i do want to give him credit for you earlier than a lot of other bands sort of making his own label but also they've helped a lot of other bands that label has i mean that's the thing he's been a force that's put other people in the music industry forward for a long time so that's good he's an intense dude i think i think they are chain smoking and berets outside the record store i think ben's description is pretty much pretty apt to who they are yeah yeah Sounds like we're moving into tracks. <laughs> I think we should start with Tracy, <laughs> given his so, astonishment. <laughs> I pulled off. Let me get these pulled up here. Black Hole, Hyena, and Immortal Years. Uh, those are all good. I don't think I all necessarily fall under like metal, so I kind of like spread a couple around on different playlists. I'm like, all right, let's fit this playlist here. Let's fit this playlist here. But uh yeah. It opens art with all for one as well, but I did not like Rock and Roll Monster. For some reason, that just made me mad. I was like, the song's so stupid. Like, it reminded well, he has me. has a bass guitar, Tracy. How can you be mad about that? Yeah, exactly. It reminded me of a kid rock song. Amazing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> See, yeah. my, my point of reference is a little bit different there. I, I thought of like gorillas or beck or like hey totally. david do you ever listen to uh lo-fi all-stars it yeah. made me, it i have reminded me of the kid rock was ripping off so it reminded me of cowboy cowboy baby <laughs> that sounded amazing tracy you should record that <laughs> oh man <laughs> How do I even follow that up? Any of that? I mean, you know, I like most of these tracks, obviously, because I'm an idiot. I don't know. It's like do, your best, <laughs> do your best kid rock cover, David. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I um, like most of these tracks. I think it opens pretty strongly. I like all for one. I like Rock and Roll Monster, but again, I'm a, a tool. So, Hyena's <laughs> good. Deja Vu is a very KMFDM track, all the January 6th stuff coming at you. Yeah. And I agree with you, Gabe, and somebody's that message is late, but every album since 1984 has had that messaging. So, they're, uh, they sort of are that party. Um, I thought Liquor, Fish, and Cigarettes was fun. I don't know. I'm a, again, I'm a doofus. I like pretty much like all these songs. But again, I'm exactly the target audience for this album, I think. So, in terms Definitely. of both genre banding and then liking KMFDM. Yeah, this is like totally in your wheelhouse. Um, yes. In a way that like only electric sticks is. Yeah, but 100%. <laughs> We're going to get there on that yeah. journey. I mean, yeah. yes. Um, 
you know, I, uh, this was fun to listen to. I mean, you know, is it groundbreaking? Again, not really, but uh, I, they know who they are and they do the thing that they do. And, and at times it's really good. And it, even at the, even when it was the points where I was like, man, this, I can, I can start to hear the age in these guys because this sounds really old, even though it's not. Um, I still enjoyed it because I too am old. <laughs> So, like we're saying, we are elderly. Yeah, like we're saying, we are elderly. Um, but my favorite tracks off here are Rock and Roll Monster and Hyena. I mean, I, and Deja Vu. Like yeah. I was like, Rock and Roll Monster is about bad. <laughs> totally. With my, like, fucking velvet cape on in the mirror. Doing, no, totally. With a bass guitar. Yeah. Ben, we're outside the record store also, I was saying, too. Like, <laughs> we are. We just don't have the cigarettes. We have the cigarettes, but not the berets. So. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Oh, man. This went better than it could have. I wasn't sure where we were going with this after the ministry experience, which I say. I wish you'd been there, Gabe. My God, the horror. The horror. Oh, we get to or the frontline assembly, because he hated that, too. He absolutely did. I was worried this was going to be that. But this is almost like sillier and weirder, right? Like suddenly like horns are coming at you. Yeah. It's not it's not nearly as earnest as either the album we just reviewed or anything by Frontline Assembly. Ooh, I guess we should grade this mofo. <laughs> well, I could tell you what tracks that I like. Oh, um, apologies. Which, yes, none. <laughs> it's not like it would take all that long, but I do want to say that um apologies. I think the only track that I really dug on this is Hyena because the guitar line sure. is really cool. Um, and it's basically like KMFDM doing no, New Order, um, sure. which, you know, I can I can get behind that. That didn't take long. <laughs> That's the <one> song. <laughs> Amazing. Indeed. So I guess it's time to grade this thing. No apologies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I'm supposed to go first. I mean, I'm statutorily required, obviously, <laughs> like contract with KMFDM to give this an A minus. It, it's, you know, it's not the stuff, the stuff they did earlier, but it's a really fun record. Sounds good. And I'd miss them. So I'm going to give it the, the Manho A minus. Of course I am. I'm going to go next. Okay. Uh, just to bring up the rear. Q minus. Uh, this this is gonna get a D because a, it is it is it's like metal adjacent adjacent at this point. So we are a metal review show, um, and yeah, it's just not amazing. It's it's like you know the, the the main thing is like none of these songs will stick with me. I don't think, um, ex with the exception of maybe the one that I mentioned. And um, I think I need some more something more to sink my teeth into what Tracy, being Tracy, feels like. <laughs> so I'm going to come in. Then mute yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to cough, and it's easier just to mute and cough That's and fair. have been trying to edit that out. I like you're self-censoring. I sort of left it in. I like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I edit that out. Like, every time I was like, oh, nope, got to go. But <laughs> I'm going to fall a little bit in the middle there. I'm not going to hit it on not being metal because okay, so I, that's a door Tracy doesn't want to open exactly yeah, yeah totally <laughs> so, so like it's yeah self-preservation to think about yeah it's, it's it's good enough for me especially looking forward to next week I'm not going to open the door at all so I'm going to come in and I'm going to give it a B minus out of 81 because I did pull some stuff off of here and enjoyed some of it but it was definitely 
a different experience. And if I had to pick between this and Megadeth, I would listen to Megadeth prior to this one. And I enjoyed that one a little bit more overall. So this is weird because I, I, I am also going to give this a B minus. Um, if I was looking for metal, I would definitely listen to Megadeth. And I would, I agree with Gabe that this really is just metal adjacent adjacent, but it was still fun. Um, but if I just wanted to listen to something for fun, I would pick this before I picked the Megadeth. So I would, well, I would, before Megadeth. I would too, but I think like, I don't know the genres that these guys are doing. I could listen to 10 other bands and 100%. enjoy a whole record worth of that genre. <laughs> <laughs> then like, you know the what I mean? Good like, thing about the, I'm sorry, Gabe. The good thing about the genre hopping, in my opinion, though, is that since I've listened to this, I already know that I like most of these songs, so I don't have to worry about like it be them playing something of that genre if I was I'm just pulling stuff out at random and getting a track I didn't like. That's, there's the re-endorsement re, re one hopes for. No, it's, it's, <laughs> what, 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 what's our average, Tracy? Probably like a C plus or something. Um, actually, not quite. It's a, a low, low, low B minus right in an 80. I'll take it. <laughs> Come in at 80. Would you buy this album, gentlemen? Oh, yeah. Because I'm a whore. Yeah, I would buy this. I wouldn't. That doesn't surprise me, Tracy. <laughs> probably would. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun stuff. It's a good dinner party movie or movie shit. It's a movie. I'd stand by that. Yeah. I still, give it to still... Ben as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, as a movie. It, it's just a, like a bunch of different cuts of all the different Guar movies into one film. It's like a, a fan edit of Guar movies. That's all that. That's all this oh, would be. God. It's a uh, supercuts. It's a supercuts of like two guys in berets smoking outside a record store. You could like take five hours. It's got to be in French with subtitles <laughs> as well. In French with subtitles. You could take all the sprocket skits from SNL in the '90s and put it over oh, yeah. this. It's a supercut. <laughs> Works for me. I know oh, am probably not buying this at a day. <laughs> that was a coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I'd buy it for me to poop on. Uh, <laughs> Germany's most offensive home videos. Our most disturbing home videos. That's Gabe Stresser Week. He goes to the basement and throws records he hates against the wall to shatter them. <laughs> That's his Stresser Week. That's amazing. I felt like destroying something beautiful. Exactly. <laughs> this basement ain't going to murder itself. So. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of destroying something beautiful, what are we doing to ourselves next, Tracy? We are doing, I'm going to butcher the name of this, uh, Tomorum Ash and Realms of Stone Icons. Um, a genre that KMFDM did not do, surprisingly. That, that is that is correct. Uh, is my pick for this month. Uh, we're really looking forward to see what everybody thinks of it. If you can't take it, I'm giving the thumbs up to the camera uh, as we uh, prepare for it. I mean, you know, <laughs> it is an album, I can tell you that. Totally going to that. 100%. This is an album, y'all. Yep. We'll catch you next time on Thunderdome Metal Reviews, where we have a bass guitar. <laughs> <laughs>